You're listening to Welcome back to the Korean <laughs> Drama Podcast. I'm your host, Steve. And I'm your host, Kathy. And I'm your host, Kim. Yeah, welcome back. We're about to ride <laughs> the wave back into episode nine. Oh, and it is a big wave. Oh, some might call it tidal wave. <laughs> oh, oh. What was oh, what was that pickup line from like three episodes ago? That was the reference I was trying to make. I forgot what they oh. said. Like, do you want to ride the tidal wave? Oh, with yeah. Me? That like was that. so Something crazy. Like yeah. Yeah. Well, this yeah, was yeah. the tidal wave to which they were referring, mm-hmm. but we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. No, oh, never. no, no, no. Never, ever on the Korean drama podcast. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I, I don't know if this is typical of Korean dramas, but you know, I've noticed that like instead of doing like a last week on, they mm. just start the episode like five or like two to three minutes before we ended the last episode, you know? Right. They just mm-hmm. replay what we, mm-hmm. the very end of what we saw. Yeah. yeah. Which for this episode is that we are all in our normal bodies. Check, check. We're here. Check, check. Um, gr- uh, no, excuse me. Richie Rich is in jail because he punched the perv. Yeah. Um, and now he has to deal with that drama and Grunge Princess is free to leave. Right. Right. Which is which is great. I personally love this moment because and Grunge Princess has a great quote where she's just like, Oh, what's the what's that saying? You know, like you made your bed and now you must lie in it mm-hmm. because he was trying so hard to make things hard for her because he was so upset, but he really just made things hard for himself. It was, it was a small moment of uh karmic justice there. Yeah. Yes. And he, there's like this really funny moment where he's in like a jail cell that's very clean and nice looking, but also has no bench or toilet. So I'm not really sure the logistics of it. Right. Um, but he's in there with another dude who's wearing the same exact sequin. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Suit. And a guy that I was like, low key looks like Randall Park. <laughs> the same <laughs> yeah, facial so, hair. 2010 Randall Park, pre the interview, is there. <laughs> Doing research in Korea. <laughs> with um richie rich and this guy in richie rich's exact same jumpsuit and richie rich is trying to like look at the tag and he ends up turning over the guy who's sleeping um and is apparently a very heavy sleeper because he doesn't feel richie rich like trying to feel the tag yeah Um, and i was like why isn't randall park doing anything he's watching one guy manhandle some like another guy in this holding cell randall park is taking notes for when he plays kim jong-un he is like oh this is how koreans are you know yeah. Noted. Um, and but on the back of this guy's tracksuit, it says Hyunbin at the entrance. Yes. Yeah, Which, I tried to I, I tried to sound it out. I didn't know what it meant except for Hyunbin. But that's it, the actor's name, right? Yes, exactly. Ne. So it's ne, being ne. meta. Ah, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what that I need a subtitle. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I tried to process that. That was such a weird, like, inside joke or something. Hyunbin at the entrance is li- literally, literally, what did, I, what did I just say? Literally, what 
the lettering says on the back of that guy's uh, tracksuit. Hyunbin at the entrance. So Hyunbin. Yeah. Itguezo Hyunbin. What? Yeah. What? What? I only know four words, and I didn't know any of those ones. But they, I don't think this is jumping too far ahead. Like at the end of the episode or towards the end of the episode, he makes a reference to that. And he's like, I don't ever talk about this tracksuit again. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not going to ever buy stuff that can be knocked off again. So I guess that guy is wearing a knockoff of his Italian suit or tra- uh, tracksuit. Right, right. Um, my only thoughts about that was that like it's kind of further playing along to uh, the joke that uh Hyunbin's tracksuit happens to be the the choice kind of apparel for like uh what might be called like uh in Korean it's called like 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 bikis or like guys who are trying to s- get people to come to the nightclub mm. you know so, oh promoters pr- yeah promoters yes party like <laughs> kind of like club promoters yeah so they're kind of like viewed as like kind of like like the on the same level as like used car salesmen just kind of like they'll say anything they try to get you through the door They'll be like, oh, yeah, we'll hook you up. Yeah, well, you know. And he mumbles in his sleep, you know, welcome to the secret nightclub. Oh, so close to so Secret like, Garden. So close to Secret Garden. I think Secret Garden might be a nightclub. Well, we've had the Mystic Garden and we've had a secret nightclub. Right. <gasps> Just bring it together. I they're mean, playing with us. They are messing with our heads. There's going to really be a crazy. secret guard soon. You Ooh, know? I love that. Oh, it would God. be so close. Guard. Mm-hmm. Man. I don't know. But yeah, that's the best I can deduce from all that stuff. It was weird. I don't get it. And I didn't get it by the end. But Grunge Princess has left Richie Rich at jail. She goes home to her tiny apartment where there has been an extreme makeover, tiny apartment edition. There's chandeliers, new bed sheets. It's actually quite honestly not that big of a transition, but she sees it as such. Right. Um, And then her roommate is pissed because apparently Grunge Princess, while Richie Rich was in her body, was a huge dick. Yeah, and being surprise, surprise. like, yeah, it's hard to decipher like how much she was trying to be respectful um and then how much she was just being I- extremely controlling and fragile like she was say- like uh uh um young was saying young was saying um he he you wouldn't even let me she was like what are you doing why are you changing in front of me like you wouldn't even you need you said we needed to change behind closed doors and you wouldn't even let me uh she said something about she wouldn't even he, richie rich in Grunge Princess's body would not even allow Ah Young to be washing her underwear and bras and leaving them out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how fragile is this man that he cannot so much as look at a bra? But also this like contradicts what we know about Richie Rich because he was super pervy. He like was checking out her boobs, was like super stoked to shower right. with her. But now we're saying he's not. Well, that's what I'm saying is I- I'm confused on how much of this is a weird character like inconsistency and then how much of it is Richie the soul trying to be respectful of um of Ah Young and of Grunge Princess because he knows that it would be inappropriate to mm-hmm. to live the same life as Grunge Princess does yeah I think what makes it different for Richie Rich is that it's it's easy to be pervy with people you don't know anonymous people you see online 
or on websites. But then it's a little bit of a different matter if you're seeing stuff, too much stuff about your own employees. So、mm. I think maybe that makes him feel even more uncomfortable, you know? Like, Again, it's something that I don't quite understand and never <laughs> did by the end. But I agree. His perviness sometimes comes off surprisingly like, artificial. It's like, where did this come from? Yeah. yeah. It's, just the, it's just them, them writing and, and directing, I think, being like, this is how we distinguish that、uh, even though he's in a woman's body, he's still the man. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But you gotta like, you know, give, give more credit to Hyunbin and the actor that, or the actress that plays Rai because they're both crushing it. Yeah. You、mm-hmm. know when they're men and when they're women, or、exactly. when the inside of them are men or when they're women. Right,、mm-hmm. when they're swapped. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. So while this is all happening, Director Park is being a huge tattletale, telling Grandpapa about all the bad stuff that Richie Rich is doing. I started and- calling him, uh, Uh, park the Narc this episode. Oh, <laughs> oh I like that. Park, park the, the Narc. Narc. He、oh. is. He's just out here narking all over the place. He, he is. is. And let me tell you, Grandpa is pissed. He is like, no, 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 I'm going to change my will. <laughs> Grandpapa is not happy. He And he's is, just trying to like enjoy his 300 day anniversary with his lady. Oh my God.、Mm-hmm. What kind of middle school bullshit <laughs> is that? 300th day anniversary? I mean, Steve, is this the thing in Korea?、Um, the 100 day thing is a thing for younger couples. Right, I know、couples. about that. Oh,、uh, for couples. I only knew about the like 100 day for babies. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,、uh, yeah, there's that. That's definitely more of a family tradition. The, the 100 day or even one year birthday of, of the child is, is a thing. What's the、uh, 100 day for couples? 100 Day for Couples is just,、um, uh, it's more of a, like a, a, a younger 20s kind of thing or like a you know, younger couple kind of thing. But right, they just it's celebrate. Like, it's our the, two the week hundred... anniversary. <laughs> yeah, like the first 100 days. Like, I, you know, I guess we do that in, you know, in the White House as well. You、mm. know, it's kind of like a. Yeah, I guess maybe because in middle school, I remember we used to celebrate month anniversaries because all our relationships were so short. That you had to celebrate each month because、mm. most didn't make it to a year. Just、yeah. like why the, the 100 days for the baby celebration happened. Oh, no. <laughs> I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's totally it. Because the babies didn't used to make it past、yeah. 100 right, days. Right. It's a big deal. I read about this because I have major FOMO that I didn't get to have this party. Kim, <laughs> we can throw it for you. Yeah, Guys, yeah. I'm so far over 100 days at this point. We'll do no, no, 100. You, you wouldn't even remember anyway if you had one. I know, but still, I just have FOMO, you know?、Uh, I, I mean, I, maybe that's why, the, that's why the parents have it for their kids、mm-hmm. as, a, as, a, you know, as a proxy kind of party. Right. Yeah, yeah.、Um, but yeah, 300 days, I think that's kind of like a, an excessive. They're kind of making fun of、uh, this elder couple like, in a cute way, I guess. Like, they're like, oh, these old people are celebrating like, like 20 somethings would.、Yeah. I, lo- I love them. I love them, and I love the stepmom. Um, or the step grandma, because she comes in and she's like, when Park the Narc is like, hey,、uh, Richie Rich was in there and he was fighting this guy because he was trying to inappropriately touch one of the employees. And isn't that so inappropriate and crazy? And then、um, uh, step grandma is like, 
why do you consider it an overreaction if he mm-hmm. punches her like any unwanted sexual advances or sexual harassment? Yes. And then she says, if you only have unnecessary things to say, then go. <laughs> I was like, drop the mic, step grandma. Yeah. Drop that mic because hashtag believe all women. Mm-hmm. Calls yes, out the victim shame. Yes. Mm-hmm. Love it. We love to see uh, it. And what was so weird to me is that um, Richie Rich's mom is there the whole time and she just kind of passes by in the background at the end oh, to yeah. hear right. that her son is in jail, but no one really acknowledges her. <laughs> and she, like, it looks like she's wearing a wig. Her mm-hmm. necklace is definitely from Ann Taylor Loft. There's her a lot hair looks on. like a little bit young for her generation. Right. She's like changed styles because before she was very... Uh, before she was very twenties, flapper mm. and and uh, and whatnot, and now she's like, yeah, I'm young and I go to the mall. Yeah, that yeah. felt very like 2008, early Instagram influencer, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> Whoa, who? Wait, was Instagram around in 2008? Maybe maybe like 2010. I'm thinking specifically 2010 because when, as soon as I saw her necklace, I was like, I think I sold that necklace at Ann Taylor Loft in like mm. 2010. Um, and so that's what I thought of. Yeah, I guess I'm thinking of like Bachelor 2008 to 10 era, but I I, I like always relate them as Instagram influencers, but back then they were just Bachelor contestants. Oh, right. Yeah. Because Instagram wasn't a thing yet. But kind of the same, all from the same cloth, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's yeah. All. She's trying to get on The Bachelor. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, And then Richie is finishing up at work. He's ignoring his calls from his mom. He goes to visit Grunge Princess's apartment, has to slip in a little neg of her apartment, calls it bad or whatever. Um, yeah, and he uh, and he's criticizing uh, Ah Young because he's like, "Oh, you have food, you have food, like you're eating so late." And I was like, "Leave everyone alone." Yeah, she was working. Yeah, and also <laughs> if you're store. hungry, you should eat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so they kind of have a moment underneath, like a gateway, where it's like romantic, but they're also deciding that they don't want to be around each other because they might body switch again. And then he hugs her. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I was just I couldn't get my thoughts off of the fact that Grunge Princess's mic was buried underneath her scarf. So the audio was very muffled whenever <laughs> she spoke. <laughs> but that's very just my funny. personal thing. Steve's always checking on the audio. Yeah, Steve I'm always checking like, the audio. The audio is like, why God. is this mixed so strangely? Yeah. Audio this? mixers, beware. Steve yeah. is listening. And Steve is on it. Mm-hmm. Don't let He's your coming out. for you. Yeah. I hope but my there's... audio sounds good, by the way. <laughs> I just realized that I've been um, playing with the, the cord of my headphones, so that hopefully mm-hmm. didn't mess up my audio. Steve, you mm-hmm. can criticize it. Well, okay. I'm doing great. For I have perfect audio. <laughs> what is the ASMR channel now? <laughs> but the weird thing was that Grunge Princess promises to pay Richie Rich back for the settlement, um, the perv settlement. Um, <laughs> perv and, he, settlement. and he's like, cool. Which I guess is just an excuse for her to come to his office because he's like, see me at, his op- at my office. We'll figure out whether how you're going to pay me back or whatever. Even yeah. though they just agreed not to see each other again, but whatever. Right. 
Um, meanwhile, <sighs> Blazers is with some musical producers expert. She's trying to figure out if this song was plagiarized, like John Mayer has said. Spoiler alert, it was. They say there's no <laughs> going around it. It's plagiarized. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Before you jump there, though, mm-hmm. right before that scene, uh, we're at Oscar's place, John mm-hmm. Mayer. And, you know, Bernie's, for some reason, at his place late at night. Uh, well, because he's still there because, remember, Oscar made him come over when he was like, you're the one that leaked it. And he was like, I didn't leak it, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, he's, fine. he's like, you John should find John Mayer has a leak. habit of just being like, you stay here for a while. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because so he's Mayer's lonely. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, why don't you just stay over tonight? It's like, oh, okay. yes. Has his maid fix him up something to eat? Yeah, and I found it really funny that Bernie was like, at this point, we know that I'm not the one that released it. Like, you tracked the i the police tracked the IP address to Blazer's office. Like, obviously, it's not me, but you just need a somebody to blame. And he was like. Yeah, I do need a scapegoat. Can't you just be that? <laughs> and then was like, make this man some food and make a guest room for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just cares about ball, his please. scapegoats. He's just lonely. He's mm. a lonely guy. Mm. I mean, maybe that's kind of an indication that he, since he knows where the IP address is coming from, he doesn't want to like get further things muddled up and tangled up with between him and Blazers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he doesn't want to. He 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 wants to not. There's a, lot of, not, there's a lot, lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. There yeah. is a lot going on. And that then is, Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, please. Oh, I was just gonna I was just gonna say, uh, I also wanted to comment on how when we cut back to Richie Rich and Grunge Princess outside of her apartment, um, and he's like I have to go get my umbrella or whatever. And he'd made this big deal about the umbrella before. And then we see the umbrella and it is really, really funny looking, I thought. Also, that umbrella, if I recall, like right when they're leaving the jail, he tells Secretary Kim, he's being a dick to Secretary Kim. And he's saying, get me the most expensive umbrella you can. But he goes and gets it that moment. It can't be that special if you can just get it at a moment's notice. And also sure. it looks it, like just like it reminded me of a jester hat. Like it looked mm. really like I was like, this is not like I was imagining that he was looking for like a Louis Vuitton umbrella, not literally a golf umbrella that everyone's dad <laughs> has in the trunk of their car. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I learned a new word that I wanted to consult Steve on, um, hmm. which was they uh, Grunge Princess has Richie Rich in her phone as Dolce. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what was it? I forgot. I, I didn't re- remember. Uh, like Dolce, like, like, like Rockhead, like, mm. like, like idiot. Like I think this Abel said, like idiot or moron or something. Like that. Yeah, dumbass or something like that. Like some, something yeah. like that. Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that one. <laughs> Kim's filing it away. I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay, where Vocab can we put it in between hello and thank you? Now we have mm-hmm. Dolce. Yeah. <laughs> In case someone doesn't respond. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, but Richie is locked out of his own house because while Grunge Princess was in his body, she changed the code from his ideal woman's measurement, as we remember it was. Um, mm-hmm. But she refuses to give him the new passcode. And we also realize that their cell phones are still switched because while right. they were in each other's bodies, they had each other's cell phones. And he finally gets in because he realizes it's the the code is... John Mayer's birth date, which is very annoying to him. 
And he gets into his house and he notices that she has like hung dried his laundry, his like underwear. Mm-hmm. And also he made she made him wear Oscar socks. Oh, so yeah. funny. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, so funny. Mm-hmm. I um, loved it. I also think it's crazy that the keypad didn't lock him out after like three wrong guesses. Or like call the police. Yeah. Or even <laughs> yeah. The, just like call one of the security people that is uh, on his property. Although we've saw, seen in previous episodes, the security people is mm-hmm. they're not. They're doing not. There haven't no. been much. They're more like there. greeters, like Walmart greeters. They're like, "Hello, welcome." Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do want to get myself some some socks like with someone's face on it. I feel like mm. those are fun. I can't say that I have that same inclination. Likewise. <laughs> mm, not even for uh, a special somebody who raises mm. the temperature in the room. Oh, you know what? I have socks mm. that have my cat's face on them. What? Oh, I would love that. <laughs> I would specifically love socks with your cat's face on them, Kim. Thank you so much, Kathy. How did you get these socks? Um, there's a lot of websites that make them. Uh, and I can't remember what the one is that I that I bought them from. But I got them for... Both my parents, shout out to my dad who listens to this podcast. Um, and Mr. For- Cooper. <laughs> Mr. Shout Cooper. Um, <laughs> huge fan. Huge fan. I'm secret guarded. Um, but I got them for my parents and my boyfriend and for myself for Christmas. And <laughs> they're just, they're fantastic. I don't know if I would put a human's face because uh, Richie Rich brings up a good point again later in the episode that he's like, do you really want your face to be, you know, on something that's shoved into people's stinky <laughs> yeah, shoes? Good point. You know? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> My cat doesn't mind though, because he loves attention of any kind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would love to give him that attention. Mm. And cats I, like I, to put, stick their heads in stinky shoes and stuff, right? Oh, it's perfect. Yeah, it's truly the perfect scenario. Mm-hmm. We really figured this one out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. Mm-hmm. Problem solved. Well, and also uh, so many problems yet to be solved in this episode because John Mayer is at home, really in his feelings. He takes out his engagement ring. Um, oh. It's really a moment. It's really sad. It uh, that painful. song plays, you know, and you're like, oh. Uh, and Richie comes in and interrupts him. Meanwhile, Grunge Princess texts John Mayer and Richie lies to John Mayer saying that Grunge Princess doesn't even like him or have his socks, which we know isn't true. We have right, seen he's, it. He's full on gaslighting his cousin. Totally mm-hmm. like, what? Yeah. What is yes. for you to gain? And I just want to back up just a quick second, because when we realize that the phones are still switched also, um, Grunge Princess realizes that, uh, that Richie Rich took photos of her in her locker. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it was but not not of those pantyhose bones. Not he of the not pantyhose bones. Take pictures of that. Mm-hmm. Which seems, totally missed those. He totally yeah. missed those. He was seems like the weirdest thing to happen. Really, I agree. But. But she was yeah, that like, is creepy. She was shockingly like it seemed like she was almost flattered by it, and I was like, Ugh. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, or man. maybe she wasn't flattered, but she was relieved that he missed the pantyhose bones. She was You're like, right. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's a good the big point. Secret. Mm-hmm. It dodged yeah. the bullet there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd be relieved too yeah. if like the, my crime that I was trying to hide was actually just 
totally missed by like, yeah. my own foot. <laughs> like, it was so close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So close, close to call. figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we all go to sleep, I guess. I don't know. Night happens. Who knows whether they go to sleep. But the next day, the plagiarism stories are going wild in the tabloids. And John Mayer's manager is pissed, as he always is. Um, the girls at the department store are gossiping in the locker room about how Richie Rich punched the perv. Uh, the roommate thinks it's all about her because he's in love with her. I thought roommate, give sec- it up. I I thought for a second that she was figuring out that they had body switched because it did cut back to, um, like it cut back to the scene between um the roommate and Richie Rich outside where he was like where in where grunge in Richie's body was like grabbing her hands and was like, girl, I'm so excited to see you. Like, how are you? That kind of thing. And so I thought that maybe the roommate mm. was like putting these thoughts together in her mind. And she was like, oh, I remember that behavior. Cause my friend does that. But then in the end she thought she's just like, oh, Richie's in love with me. And I feel so bad because he's dating my friend. Mm-hmm. She's going to feel so dumb soon. It, oh my goodness. They really kind of tease you with the idea that, we have multiple parties from Secretary Kim to Ayong, the roommate, mm-hmm. to everyone else now getting hints about the body switching. But it's kind of like a race almost to see who's going to piece it together first. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And it does inspire me in my personal life that if I start noticing any odd behavior out of anyone I know, I'm going to immediately go to body switching. Like, I'm <laughs> not going to get that. Yeah. I'm not going to get beat by anybody else. Mm-mm. I'm going to be the first one to figure it mm-hmm. out. You just sit them down. Like how, how would you talk? How would you approach them? Let's say, uh, Kathy had body switch with someone, but you suspected. Oh, that I, I suspected that there was somebody mm-hmm. else in Kathy's body. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I would just probably start quizzing first. What's some mm. stuff that Kathy would know, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I would be like, hey, you know, if you've body switched, I totally understand if you feel terrified right now and you don't think anybody's going to believe you. But I watched nine hours of a Korean drama. <laughs> and so I am happy to believe you if you just <laughs> tell me that you body switched, but you have to tell me that you did it. Wow, yeah. I feel so safe and taken care of. Thank you so much. That's really my goal here. My I know, Guys, I right? would I would be so I would be it would be an honor and a privilege to be the person that you came to to say, "Hey, wow. I have body switched with somebody." And I'd be like, "We're on it. We're going to find mm-hmm. all the witches. Where's the witches at? We're going to go out into the woods. We're going to find witch? a witch." Is she serving chicken? Is she serving <laughs> chicken? Does she transform into a man when she looks into a pool of Mm -hmm. some sort of liquid? Does she have a lot of really nice blown glass stuff out in the (laughs) middle of nowhere? Mm -hmm. I do wonder, though, if this is kind of a metaphor for like cosmetic surgery. Whoa. Interesting. Take me on that walk. You want to elaborate? No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, let's just walk through it. Like... I, you know, as we all know, uh, cosmetic surgery is a big thing in Korea. Nee. And so there's like a there's like a phenomenon of how people are perceived uh, if if you do or don't do like a nose job or, you know, um, I'm not sure myself exactly mm, all the nuances of how it goes down in Korea. But it's like there is a phenomenon called uh, 
I think it's called like Gangnamnya or something like that. Like basically calling uh like so Gangnam is kind of like as we all know thanks to size music video. It's like the Beverly Hills of Korea, right? A lot of plastic going on, a lot of glitz and glam. But you could get a, a some sort of surgery done, but even if you do it, it'll it still stands out so people can tell that you've gotten surgery done. And so then even then I think these people are kind of uh shamed for for a kind of like a subpar surgery job. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not exactly sure where the where where exactly the shame's directed at. The fact that you would do it or the fact that your surgeon sucks. I mean, or, I feel like they can't be shaming people for having gotten plastic surgery because of how pervasive it seems like it is in in Korea that like so many people have it. So it's not cool to be judging other people for yeah, for that. Yeah. But then it would make sense if like a lot of people are getting it that that people would be mean and judge other people for, you know, getting a discount surgery instead of yeah, like a Groupon deal or something <laughs> for a Groupon nose job. Please don't get a Groupon nose job. Please don't get a Groupon nose job. No, I mean it's kind of funny because a lot of people go to Korea for medical tourism, right? Whether it's cosmetic or like necessary health stuff. Interesting, um, I didn't know that Korea it basically is the the Groupon nation of. Mm. nose jobs fascinating yeah that's great why health care great plastic surgery mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. it yeah but that's why i didn't want to go down that walk i'm not sure exactly where we're going <laughs> yeah, i don't even remember really where we started <laughs> yeah it's okay yeah, yeah. We, okay. we're lost we're, we're, lost. we're all yeah. learning we're all Maybe learning and we're all growing lost in a secret garden perhaps we're all I'm hoping in the secret this, garden of steve's mind right yeah now. You, yeah and i'm hoping this yeah. drama will help me understand my own thoughts better <laughs> well <laughs> park the narc is similarly confused yeah. because he is baffled by richie rich's change in behavior once again I love and that. also I wanted to point out that there's something written on Richie Rich's back. We don't know what yes. it is. I, fu- I figured later. it out. I figured I it out. But it, you, they don't show you yet. It's just yeah. like a hint of like something's embroidered on his suit back. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. I think that the three of us and Marvin and anybody else, uh, honestly, listeners, call in. We should all get matching blazers. Yeah. Oh. That yes. say that we'll 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 save the phrase for later, yeah, yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. to be revealed after the commercial break. Yes, mm-hmm. stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Um, but Richie is pissed once again. He's being a dick because it is his soul. Um, he tells Se- uh, Secretary Kim that he wants to fire Grunge Princess's roommate. <sighs> he also wants to catch up on all his work, but while Grunge Princess was still in his body, she already signed everything, which pisses him off with a heart. Mm-hmm. Yes. And honestly, her handwriting looks about the same as mine does. Yeah. It's not that nice. I have no. to say. Even even Kathy, who doesn't even know how to write Korean, can tell. No. She looks like, like a first grader's handwriting. Yeah, she was like, "That looks bad. That looks like Kim's writing stuff." Like all the lines <laughs> yeah. are kind of unsure. You know, they're <laughs> yeah. like crooked. Mm-hmm. And there's um, a heart next to it. Yeah, you dread mm-hmm. flag. Yeah, I'm a lady. I I don't sign my name with hearts. I'm glad it's not Richie like a Rich, lady thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. It is not a lady thing. Uh, I'm just glad he pointed that out finally, like as if no mm-hmm. one else noticed. Uh. Yeah. 
And just as a side note, um, I find the actor that plays Park the Narc to be so funny. I love his acting. He's, He's great. <laughs> so also funny. The, the guy who plays his henchman who acts yes. everything at a, a level 20 is so like yeah. he's so big he's <laughs> yeah. so big he I does love, a lot of stuttering like I love but, 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 but yeah they're, they're both such caricatures like park yeah. the narc is such a caricature of like a bad guy and he takes it he really takes that to heart which i appreciate about him and mm. i also really appreciate his aquanetted hair Yes, mm. yes. Just it mm. doesn't move. He, they mm. they're like Disney characters, like Jafar and like Iago. Or something. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. <laughs> like, yeah, he is Jafar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. But they're all in this meeting to discuss this Christmas event, which was supposed to be giveaways for couples if it snowed on Christmas. That was the original plan that Grunge Princess in Richie Rich's body signed away to. But Richie Rich now does not like it. He is like because they've done that every year. Mm -hmm. It's not original. Mm -hmm. Let's change it Mm -hmm. to if it rains on Christmas, we give a hotel to a single person. Isn't that what he said? Or like stocks of a hotel or something? Yeah, like a plot of land or something. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I thought. A plot of land. That's awesome. I mean, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I'm just he's doing this because Grunge Princess is single. He's like, I have a friend who's single and I want her to be included. Oh. Yeah, which is so crazy that he's I totally like missed that. But he he's like, I want my friend who's single to be included, but then he also has this, in my opinion, like impressive business logic of like, mm-hmm. yeah, the likelihood that it's going to rain on Christmas is extremely low. So we can offer something like this to get the crowd's really hyped up and get people to participate. And the likelihood that we have to deliver on this is so low. And I was like, damn. And he was like, he was like, people get excited by the, by the, by the lower probability of something happening, not the higher probability. I was like, yeah. Wow. I was impressed. Yeah. But if it rains on Christmas, that's a $70,000 or, Oh, what's the Korean monetary? What do they use? Basically 1,000 won per dollar. U.S. dollar. About. Oh, so I guess that's seven thousand. I guess that's not that much money, because they said it was it would cost seventy thousand units One? of yeah. Okay, so seven thousand dollars. Oh, I assumed that they had converted it. Oh, well, then that's a lot of money. So that it's like the U.S. equivalent of the, mm. the they were showing us that it's seventy thousand dollars in U.S. dollars, but it would be like you know seven million won or what? I'm not very good at math. Whatever. Well, they're giving away. Either a plot of land or a resort, so you would think it'd be somewhere closer to seventy thousand dollars, which right. is a lot of money. Yeah, but yeah. considering how much money the uh, the mall probably makes, and also the fact that Richie Rich is very likely a millionaire, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe seventy thousand dollars isn't a lot to them, it's but like also seven dollars. <laughs> yeah, but also he's like the likelihood that we have to pay this is low, and so sure. I'm not worried. I'm not. I'm not concerned. Hmm. Richie Rich is a bit of a gambling man. Uh, yeah. Hmm. He likes yeah. to exercise power over other people. Yes. This is a huge power move. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, because he does end the meeting being like, oh, park the narc. Guess you got to pull another all-nighter. Yeah. As he as he rudely throws the binder back at Dr. Mm-hmm. Just so crazy. The disrespect. I love the it. The disrespect <laughs> is so high. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. This poor man in his aquanetted hair. Yeah. <laughs> Aquanetted. Uh. Uh, that's and 
John Mayer has gone to Blazers' work to confront her for leaking the song. Mm. And this scene has got me in my feelings. Oh, my gosh. (sighs) They have a real serious fight. Mm. Blazers denies it, but says it doesn't matter. John Mayer won't believe whatever she says. John Mayer calls her low. (sighs) And honestly, like, it's so it's it's one of these like wonderful moments where I can really see where both of them are coming from, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, Mm. and I always admire this in 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 writing and storytelling when this happens. And I'm like, oh, I really empathize with both of you right now um, because you know, if for John Mayer, it does seem like something that Blazers could do. We've seen her do some horrible stuff. She's a very vindictive person, but he doesn't know that she genuinely loves him. Mm-hmm. Oh. And, and he, oof, it cuts deep. Oh, oof, it, does, it cuts deep. Because at the end, he's like, I never want to see you again. Because the whole thing at Jeju, was it Jeju Island where he was like, I... I'm continuing this drama because I just want to be around her. Like, even though it hurts, I want to yeah. be around her. Yeah. And now he's like, no, never mind. We're done. <gasps> and it's just so crazy because it's like, if you guys would just have a conversation with each other, you'd realize that you're both trying to manipulate each other mm-hmm. when really you can just be honest. Mm. It's obviously very hard, mm-hmm. but. It's just oh one goodness. simple conversation away from resolving all this hurt. It's a shame. Yes, because then we discover that one of Blazers' employees is talking to her buddy in the other room, said she released it as, as a mistake, which seems like super lazy storytelling, if I'm honest. Yeah, I didn't understand, like, what is P2P? Like, did okay. she, like, try Peer-to-peer. to download wi- LimeWire or something? Let's, let's say your computer was hooked up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To, like, LimeWire, Kazaa. Any one of those programs yeah, that will always Napster. load up all these viruses on your computer. We've all yeah. been there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. P2P Napster. And so, like, you have a folder that's just part of, like, the default thing. So, uh, and I guess maybe this is kind of, like, a little bit of a dig at this kind of, like, ran- ran- rampant P2P, you know, file sharing that was going on in Korea, especially back then. Um, but... Uh, yeah, like uh, to me, it's a totally plausible situation where it's like, oh, I just happen to have this music in this shared folder that was automatically uploaded to this, this um, you know, file sharing service. You know, right? Like, like Dropbox, it would be how like, Dropbox works or your Google Drive sure. works. Yeah, it's kind of plausible. And if you just open up music that somebody shared with you and like it's oh it's a, a new taylor swift song or something like right. that then it would be like oh my god i gotta share this with people yeah, yeah. I, I would <laughs> I, uh, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um but they are very sad like blazers is full-on crying she hasn't mm. cried this whole time except in oh flashbacks she's finally broken yep john mayer is like sitting in public just not moving it's a mess it mm. is a mess. It's a hot mess. And that is a perfect segue. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He's back. Oh my god, you guys. He's back and he's working <laughs> oh, out. Oh boy. Boy, did we miss him. Oh boy. And boy, were we rewarded. You were, well, yes. because first you think, oh, thank you. We he is working out again. Thank you. This is what we want. Please, more of this. And then Five seconds later, my second hottie alert, he is in the shower. He is in the damn shower, y'all. He is naked. I gasped. 
I, I, wow. Yeah, I had to pause for a second because I wasn't ready. My jaw dropped. How would we have been ready? There was no preparation. We had a whole episode without him, and now this? And we made it like 40 minutes into this episode before we saw him. (laughs) I mean, if someone drops their shower robe right in front of you, are you ever prepared? I guess that's true. (sighs) I guess not. It just kind of, that's how he does it. It just leaves you speechless. I mean, we oh. earned it. We deserve it. Mm-hmm. More, please. We have 11 <laughs> hours left. Would love more of this. Even oh if my it's God. the same scene just, just shown like, again. Just put, just cut that scene in random places. Yeah. Like, give the people what they want. You know where you usually do flashbacks? Flashback to that. Flashback to that. Especially after in a, a very sad moment like it is in, in this episode where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, man, we're really feeling for Oscar and we're really feeling for Blazers. And then we're mm-hmm. like... Hello. It just kind of makes you realize, man, I'm easily distracted. <laughs> Forget all the sad yeah. stuff. We're on to hottie now. <laughs> and we're on to hottie. Yeah. The Forget best other people's problems. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let them figure it out. Well, also, so he comes out of the shower and Grunge Princess is waiting for him in the office. And didn't Richie Rich tell Grunge Princess something like when a woman like exits or washes their hair, it means they're trying to seduce a man or something like that? Yeah, remember? something like that. Something. Yeah, oh, yeah, something in like, like episode that. two or three. Yeah. But he is showered and still he is in his own feelings because he thinks that Grunge Princess has rejected him. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But how confusing is that? I think I'm not sure if he's feeling dejected or if he's just confused and trying to piece together. Like, why would somebody who knows that I'm interested in say never to confess their feelings when they already know how I feel? Mm-hmm. Well, she's not making it any easier because she's like grabbing his hands, jumping around. She's really excited mm. to be back. She really wants she to. She saw the scene too. She was like, oh my God. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, oh, hello. I've made a terrible mistake. Uh, and she also says something like, oh, there's a lot of English in the scene. So I'm going to need you to help me. You know, she's like very flirtatious. Yeah. She's being very forward. And mm-hmm. honestly, I respect her for it. You know, mm-hmm. she got a taste of how the other half lives, how they, how. Uh, Richie Rich is confident and how he can always get what he wants. I -hmm. admire it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's being very girly for like a rare moment. Yes. Yeah, it feels a little out of character just to like toy with Hottie's heart. And I don't like toying with Hottie's heart. Let him be happy. Oh my goodness. I agree. Let's just Mm -hmm. chalk it up to the fact that she's just elated to be back in her own Mm -hmm. body. Yes. Yes. And she is practicing her sequence for the audition when... Rando woman comes in to inquire about Grunge Princess. It's like, who the hell is this person? <laughs> yeah, I was uh, like, what? Yeah, but she goes up to Hottie to ask her, him about it. And Hottie protects her from an errant sword by like pushing her head out of the way. It was so very, funny. It was very funny. She's pissed. And then we find out, oh, right, this is Richie Rich's sister. Mm, right. We, saw we met her once before. In episode one, I believe. But that was like, yeah, yes. that was like six hours ago. We don't yeah. remember. Mm-hmm. Truly, like a month ago. Finally sprouting from an e- an eternity ago. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Um, But uh, Richie's sister takes uh, Grunge Princess out and only wants to talk about Hottie for a second, which I'm like, good. Maybe you should end up with Hottie. Someone yeah. end up with Hottie, please. Someone her, has to end up with Hottie. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, whatever forward. he wants to be happy, you know? Yeah, that's please. true. Yeah. Mm. 
Maybe he needs like a little pushy lady though, because he's so like reserved. Yeah. He needs like a a lady to tell him what to do, you know? I think that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. But Richie's sister also tells Grunge Princess that she's really there because she wanted to warn her that her mom, Great Gatsby mom, has <laughs> hired a PI to follow Grunge Princess around and also says that she had like taken the money that the mom had placed down and spent it all that day. So when Richie Rich was still in her body. Right. And this is this makes her really mad mm-hmm. because she has pride. And this is where we find out what the embroidery on the jacket is. <laughs> yes. And it, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no. It makes uh, none sense at all. Zero. Drunkards dream rock steady. It like Loki sounds like a Gwen Stefani album, maybe. <laughs> it does. It does. Drunkards it really does. Rock steady. <laughs> oh man. Oh, she man. has an album that's similar to that, right? Or maybe No Doubt it, did. Love Angel Music, baby. Uh, she was obsessed with Japan at the time, but then maybe her follow-up album will be She's Obsessed with Korea. Right. Drunkard yeah, Stream, yeah, yeah. Rocksteady. Is Rocksteady mm-hmm. somebody's album? I'm getting Rocksteady so- is. No, you're right. You're right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was like, gosh, this sounds really familiar. Anyway, yeah. Drunkard Stream, Rocksteady. A what now? Yeah. Excuse me? <sighs> Hyunbin at the entrance. Drunkard What's Stream, Rocksteady. Yeah. Are we just like. Oh, yeah. Cryptic message is going on. I yeah. Feel like. We can just say whatever we want. Or we can yeah. just say whatever we want. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, so, Grunge Princess has gone to Richie Rich's office, uh, supposedly to switch cell phones, but she's also pissed that he spent all the money. She's pissed that, she, that he accepted the money. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And he says that he did it to protect her um, because either way, whether he took the money or didn't take the money, it would have ended up the same and he wanted to like stick it to his mom. Right. I mean, I did think it was another good point and I hate it when this happens that it seems like he is making a good point, but he said something about like, um, about that like his mom wouldn't have been impressed or she wouldn't have been, um, she wouldn't have, yeah, she wouldn't have been impressed if, uh, grunge princess hadn't taken the money and if she'd only left with her pride like the mom mm-hmm. would have been like n- not not pleased with that right. but by taking the money at least she was getting something from the mom mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah I do feel like I do remember feeling like I was glad that Richie Rich was in grunge princess's body to tell off his own mom because yeah, only right. he would be able to know how to like kind of fight back against that instead mm-hmm. of letting her, letting her take advantage and push people around like she always does it seems like right and he does bring up this good point of like you would have just been apologizing a hundred times the way that you always do and at least this way you know mm-hmm. it didn't you you didn't look like a coward or you didn't look like you were going down without a fight mm-hmm. so grunge princess also brings up the little mermaid again which has some like special significance but i didn't really understand why she brought it up i didn't understand what she was trying to say was she trying to say that she loves him well, Oscar was told her that uh, the Little Mermaid is his favorite uh, story, and he thinks that mm-hmm. it's a love story, and that's why he has such a tragic, weird, twisted view on w- what uh, love means. That's what Oscar's warning was to right. To Grunge but Princess. then is Grunge Princess saying she loves him or no, <laughs> or what? Is she like well, I had? I watched new- it three times. I don't know what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was that. Um, Grunge Princess was 
cleverly taking the story and pointing it back to Richie Rich saying like, um, you missed one key element to your, what you thought the story was about, you know, which is that the mermaid loved the man in return, Mm. you know? So you can't call me your mermaid because I don't love you back. Oh, yeah. Devastating. Yeah. And then she runs away. I wish I wish it was clearer. So I, <laughs> I wish I, I would have gotten that. Really enjoyed that moment. <laughs> well, we watch it again, but then you know, knowing that mm-hmm. in mind. Yeah, but I got in the next moment. I I got my. Uh, I felt fulfilled by the next moment. Oh, where she runs to the elevator. Where she runs to the elevator, and he's like, he's like, uh, come out of there. And she doesn't say anything, and then she just hits the door close button. And I but was did like, you see also how he like tried to step in, but he was yeah. too, like the claustrophobia was too much. Yeah, but he tried. That, that was really sweet. I thought. <sighs> also, I guys, don't. Oh yeah, sorry. The, I mean, that was a touching moment, except for the fact, the glaring fact for me at least, was that they were only on the second floor. What? And what? Then, and then and then they made it look like he was going down eleven flights of stairs. Yeah. When really you'd only have to go down one flight of stairs. Wait, what well, because you would think his office would be really high. Right, because he's always riding all those escalators. But if you see the button she pushes, it pushes she pushes the second she's on the second floor. Is so she I wish going they kind of like caught floor? that. Like No, she pushes the closed door button. She cl- yeah, she pushes the closed door button, but the 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 by the elevator button, it says mm. that they're on the second floor, which I'm like, oops. Oh. Oops. Script supervisor. Script Steve is supervisor. coming for you. Scripty, oh, where man. you at? I'm coming after you. Script supervisor mm. and audio mm. guy. Oh, my gosh. Sound, Scripty. Uh. Uh-uh. Be call on your, your game. U- call your union. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even know if that exists in Korea, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had discussed this previously that we don't mm-hmm. believe that it does. Mm-mm. Yeah. I also wanted to point out that um, Richie Rich's vest is embroidered with the same nonsense phrase. What? Like it's Where? not just on his back is or his suit jackets is on his vest as well. On like the oh. front of his vest? No, the back Drunk of his- it. Oh, what? oh, like when when he's going um, down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm. Dr- Drunker, it says drunkard's dream rock steady. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a theory about that. Okay. Is it I about think, plastic surgery? Um, kind of. No. Oh. <laughs> Loosely. Okay. Um, now that you make that Ooh. bridge, that very far bridge, I think what happens is, uh, so because for example, in Korea, you can get lots of money just te- tutoring English mm. to rich kids. You know. Oh, okay. Um, so like English is a thing as a commodified status thing at mm. a certain point. And so it's kind of like, you know how we see blazers kind of like blurt out some terrible random English at times? Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's to highlight the fact that Koreans are aware that some people uh, wield their probably shitty command of the English language as a status symbol. And so for something ridiculous like Drunkard's Dream Rocksteady to be written on the suit jacket is again, kind of like indicating Richie Rich's false sense of superiority in his fashion mm. choices uh even though it's something that's completely ridiculous mm. like i think even koreans would be able to understand like this means what the fuck does this mean like it means nothing like, right it doesn't is it-, it doesn't have to mean anything because simply existing means that mm. he has status 
So it's kind of like poking fun at Richie Rich and all the people who think that knowing a little bit of English makes you superior than anyone else. Wow. That's my wow. take on it. No, Just that's like smart. Cosmetic surgery. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes, that makes sense. a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for this TED Talk. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for the TED Talk. That was welcome. great. I feel smarter. I feel I that makes a lot of sense. I am mad at myself for not catching it. I mean, I don't know. That's just my theory. No, that's right. I believe. <laughs> no, it makes it, it makes right. a it ton right. of it sounds sense. Good, right? Yeah, that's what helps me. Yes. Sense. Mm-hmm. So, and it's also like, sorry, just oh no, please. Like, I also feel like there's in the United States too. Like, oftentimes there will be shirts or clothes or anything at all that's just like in another language, and you're like, oh, this looks cool. It looks trendy. Mm-hmm. You're like, you know, there was that trend for a while of having tattoos done in different languages that you don't speak. Chinese. Yeah. In Chinese and Sanskrit and Arabic. And you're like, I don't know what it says, but the guy at the tattoo place says it says live, laugh, love, you know? And so it's like, oh, it's like an aesthetic. Ariana Grande has, you know, barbecue grill on her hand (laughs) or whatever it is. And she's like, I like the way it looks. So (laughs) it, it, it feels like it's also like in the same vein of that. Yeah. I think you see what you said is correct. And then I also think it's like, Oh, it looks trendy. Yeah. Yes. And it's incursive. Yeah. And it's incursive. Elegant. Elegance. Yes. <laughs> Luxury. Mm-hmm. Luxury. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, John Mayer's manager is pissed as he always is. Uh, I guess they need to produce his seventh album or else they'll run out of money and he needs to make a comeback. John Mayer does not want to, but I guess he has to for money because we cut to what looks like a very fun Oscar concert that I would like to attend. Yeah, I mean, I thought it kind of low-key looked like he was like on American Idol or something yeah. like that. Like, And then it appears that the concert happened at 2 p.m. Like they mm-hmm. were just like, okay, we're going to do the concert and we're going to do it right now. Because mm-hmm. It was like a concert yeah. taping, like a TV taping oh, like a, a, maybe. for like that a would, music show. Oh, the timing okay. would then make sense, yeah. Yeah. But either way, it was fun. I wish I was there. He's... John Mayer is leaving whatever venue. He's getting mobbed by reporters asking about the plagiarizing scandal. But he sees Grunge Princess in the distance. He's like, wait a second. I want to talk to you. And goes over to Grunge Princess, who kind of calls him out on his womanizing. He has a bit of a gay panic moment here, which isn't cute. But let's remember, it's 2010. Yeah, it's not cute. And also, there's a moment here with Grunge Princess where she's like back on her uh, flirtatious offensive here. And she's like... Uh, like Oscar is like, hey, it's really lucky for you because um, I'm having a fan meeting with just you. And mm-hmm. she's like, well, it's actually lucky for you that the fan is so pretty. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. But whoa. I think yeah. I feel like Grunge Princess now has power over him because she knows he's in love with blazers. Mm-hmm. And she brings it That's up, too. She's like, you know, you made her cry or whatever. She was like crying the whole way home. So I guess yeah, they she, did pick her up. She, yeah, she literally was like, after you left her on the freeway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, good for you. Be direct with yes. him because that was not That was nice. not okay. That was mm-hmm. not nice. Uh-uh. And also, but in Oscar's defense, like when he comes to drop her off before she says all of that, he was really nice about her apartment and the neighborhood that mm-hmm. she lives in. He was like, mm-hmm. The sun looks really nice in the alleyway here. And, like, it's nice to be up high because you have a better view. And, like, he was very kind. He is He is very kind. Do, do you think that's all a fans, fan lip service? Or does he really, is he a genuinely a nice, kind person who, you know, considers these things? 
or is he just telling her what he thinks she wants to hear? I don't I, think that he has anything to gain at this point from from telling her what he thinks that she wants to hear. Mm. Well, he definitely thinks she's cool because he keeps saying that. You're right. such a cool girl. Right. I think he likes that she's like her own person. Mm-hmm. But I I mean, I like to believe that he's just kind. Like he's just had his heart broken. You know, he's he's a kind dude. Right. And also I think because he's an artiste, he's he's just like, oh, I can take something that maybe Richie Rich sees as gross or bad or mm-hmm. National Geographic. And what I see is the positives, you know. Right. Plus, I realize um, Grunge Princess is his accomplice in his whole strategy to get back at Blazers. So they're kind of oh, like that partners is true. in crime, that too. That is yes, true. He needs yeah, So her. they have that camaraderie going, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they're having, like, a pseudo-flirty conversation, and then Grunge Princess mm-hmm. does that foot thing, you know, where she taps yes. her foot when she's happy or the whatever. The damn foot thing. Yeah. Yeah. And John Mayer clocks it. So maybe in the race to discover they body switch or they did body switch, John Mayer may be leading. But before he can make any, you know, accusations, Richie Rich is there and he dun, is dun, not dun. happy. No, no, no. Back at He's it again like, with the track suits lurking in the mm-hmm. shadows, being a creep. This playing his greatest purple. hits. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, where did he come from? Where did he come Why from? Why didn't they notice him? Exactly. It was completely clear. Mm. It's like he hid his car. He parked his car mm. somewhere in some weird side street and like made sure that no one could find or realize that he was there. Lying and then away. he hid for Ugh. a while. He was like really quiet, you know. <laughs> he just like loves to keep, to catch people off guard so that he has the power. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Not cool, Richie. <laughs> Not at this, cool. At this point, who do you think will might be the first person to realize this body switching phenomenon? I'm going to root for Hottie because I'm always rooting for Hottie. I'm going to root for uh, John Mayer because I just mm. I want to give him some credit. Like, mm. I don't think he's the brightest crayon that we've got here. But I do think that like he asked uh, he asked Richie earlier when Richie was going on about like, if I was nice to you the last three days, like, just forget about it. And he was like, are you on drugs? Like, what's going on here? Like, mm-hmm. he has really like clocked in a real way that something is off. Yeah, and yeah. he shows compassion for him too when he's like, "Are you? Do you need to talk to someone? Like, call your doctor." Yeah, you know? yeah. He's like, "You need to call your doctor." Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what my take is? I think, mm. I think Hottie's gonna realize he's like the quiet. Yes. He just observes everything, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he never reveals what he's thinking. Yeah, except for that one shower scene. Um, but I think he's gonna realize first, but he's not gonna act on it. Mm. And it's gonna be John Mayer who who realizes second. But he's going to, you know, being John Mayer, he's going to say something like yeah. he's going to blurt out of his mouth. Yeah. He's such a hothead. He can't help it. Yeah. 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 Whereas I, I think that you might be right that Hottie, he'll take it and he'll process it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to like silently fall on the sword somehow later on. Mm. Yeah. That mm. seems, without having seen a lot of K-dramas, that seems very K-drama like. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. I don't know. We're only on episode. Now we're on episode 10. We're halfway through. Oh well, my gosh. we just finished nine, so we're almost halfway through. Oh right? yeah, because oh, yeah. ten would be yeah. halfway through. Once okay, okay, we okay. finish ten, then we will be halfway through. Mm-hmm. I always get confused by those the way the numbers work in mm-hmm. that kind of. Anyway, it's confusing. <sighs> it is confusing, like a K drama plot. Oh my goodness, yeah. nine hours down though. Mm-hmm. 
I, I felt like this episode didn't feel like there was a lot going on, but actually, I guess there was a lot of... Steve, what are you talking about? Hottie took his shirt off and he was... Minus that, yeah. minus that. I thought that was the only thing that really stuck out in my head. That was the only important thing to happen, yes. Yes. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, truly, like, looking back on it, there wasn't really anything... I guess this, the, the next most significant thing that happened was the fight that happened between John Mayer and uh, Blazers. Because that felt significant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that more was significant big, yeah. than um, it felt more significant than uh, Richie Rich and Grunge Princess yet again being like, "I never want to talk to you again." Mm-hmm. Like that happens every other episode. Yeah. What do you think Richie Rich is even waiting outside Grunge Princess's apartment for at that time of night? To stalk her, to kill her, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or to make her try on a new tracksuit or something. Mm, yeah, like he constantly seeks validation for his uh, his outfits, doesn't he? Yeah, so strange, so crazy, oh, man. Sometimes a compliment goes a long way. Yeah, kindness, guys. Kindness. Yeah, thank you, guys. You guys who are listening, Mr. Cooper, <laughs> Dad. Best. Hi, Dad. Mr. Cooper. <laughs> Thank you guys so uh, much. Thank you. Thank you, Dad. Yet again. Thank you, Mr. Cooper. <laughs> thank you, Kim and Kathy. Uh, thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. And thank you, thank Kathy. You. And thank you, Kim. And you know what? Thank you, Kim's cat. And, Kim's and thank cat? you to my cat. Mm-hmm. And you, I'm Kim's sure he cat. would thank you guys as well. And he wouldn't uh, thank me. But he would thank- Wow, that? there he is. <laughs> that was my best cat impression. <laughs> I don't know and- what that was. Thank you to Marvin. And thank oh, you to Marvin. Thank you to Marvin. Mm. Yes. Could, yes. Literally couldn't do it without Marvin. Mm. Truly could not. not. Would not yeah. record. It does sound like we're recording our last ever episode when really, once more, <laughs> we have only recorded nine of 20. <laughs> not I even mean, halfway. Yeah. Not I mean, halfway. it feels like the finale is having seen Hadi in the shower, so I don't know how <laughs> yeah. much better it can get. It was yeah, a I finale of not. sorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean... We all know that there's going to be so much more to look forward to. Uh, can't wait. Can't wait. All right, people. Till next time. See ya. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Korean Drama Podcast. Our producer is Marvin Yue. And our executive producers are Will Choi, Bill Yu, and Joanna Lee. Follow the Korean Drama Podcast on Twitter at KoreanDramaPod. And if you haven't, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. The Korean Drama Podcast is part of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of Asian-American hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian diaspora. Learn more about Potluck and our fellow Potluck Podcasts at podcastpotluck.com. But we're still here And we're going strong It's an exciting time in Asian America. There are more movies, TV shows, books, and music reflecting us than ever. But all of these represent just a small slice of Asian American culture and experiences. So what do we do? Tell more slices. Asian Americana is a show that explores these slices of distinctly Asian American culture and history. We've talked about how Chinese Americans built California's Sacramento Delta, the art scene turns gallery institution giant robot, a play that explores the lost Cambodian pop music of the 60s and 70s, and, of course, Boba, just to name a few stories. You can find Asian Americana at asianamericana.com or on your podcast app.